The Ryan Tuberty Show on RTE Radio 1 with Elevon Merchant Services. Growing your business is easy peasy with us by your side. And a very good morning to you all. This is Ryan Tuberty with you on Monday morning. It's the 7th of March 2022. It's four minutes past nine and we are with you till 10 a.m. Text number is good to go in 51551. You can email ryan at rte.ie and brief reference to last Friday's Late Late, if I may, um, which is by way of saying thank you to everybody uh, who donated to the Irish Red Cross on the night, um, which was... Uh, Marked by extraordinary generosity once again from um, Irish people. Um, we thought after the pandemic uh, phase of the late, late show, if you want to call it that, in our, in our professional lives, that we wouldn't have to ask again or, or um, get into a fundraising scenario again. And then events, as they say, take over and here we are. Uh, but well over three million euro raised on Friday night is... I always feel like it's like a beacon of light um, in in the middle of the darkness. So, uh, thanks to everybody who who did that, and of course they'll continue taking donations. Donate.redcross.ie and uh, there's a phone line eighteen hundred nine four eight two five eight. But it, it it was breathtaking, really. Um, and it's it's funny how it, it percolates because I was going for a walk yesterday in the glorious sunshine, and a lady stopped on her bike. And said, "Do you mind if I if I give you this?" And I said, "Well," and it was fifteen euro from her pocket, and she handed it to me. Said and said, "Would you pass that on to the Irish Red Cross?" I said, "Of course I will." And it's just a mark of wow, people really want to do something, anything. I spoke to people over the weekend, family, friends, talking about, you know, do we have space in my house? Do we have a room? Do, People who would never in their lives have thought about doing such a thing, you know, never would have thought about fostering a, a, a child, for example, or, you know, t- bringing a, a, a quote unquote stranger into the house. Something has happened, something has shifted in the mindset. And I think that when you, if you, if you did happen to see the programme on Friday, you'll have seen uh, the Ukrainian guests, the Irish Ukrainian guests with their lovely Irish soft tees uh, amongst their own Ukrainian tones. They were clearly this beautiful hybrid of uh, Irish and Ukrainian and they were compatriots, but also rooted in their own home. Um, and when we spoke to them, they're, they're, they, as I said on Friday night, everyone was glassy eyed on Friday night. Everyone was had tears ready to pour, but no one was crying. Does that make sense? <laughs> like, it's like it's how I feel watching the news, you know, just constantly on the cusp of tears without bawling, crying. And talking to all these these people was it was it was humbling, but it was also effective because you understood a little more about who they are and and why they're so resilient as as the war rages on in in its most grotesque way. Um, and just one small observation, which was the show ended, and people put their coats on and they went their separate ways to their cars and their taxis and their buses to go home. And I went into to a room where we had all uh, the Ukrainian uh, contrib- uh, contrib- contributors to the programme and they were standing around putting on their coats and saying their goodbyes to each other. And they were shaking hands and you know exchanging details and I was saying thank you to them 
and somebody in the room started to sing in a very low way the Ukrainian national anthem. And within 10 seconds, everyone had their hands on their heart, standing around singing this very, very plaintive Ukrainian anthem in the room. And it was probably the most moving piece of music I've ever seen performed, if that's the right word, in my life, because they were singing like their lives depended on it. It was, it was like something I've never heard or seen before, ever, in my life. And, and it, was, it was moving, and it was deeply, deeply moving. And it was upsetting, but it was moving. And I just thought, these people are extraordinary. I, I'm really... Um, and then, you, like everybody else all weekend, you're kind of half watching the news, and you're fully watching the news, and you don't want to watch the news, and yet your eyes drawn to the news. And, you, and now, having met the people and hopefully introduced them to you, you I think we'll probably be a little more invested again. Anyway, like I say, it's Monday morning and, and, and I really just wanted to say thank you for uh, for all the uh, generosity and kindness uh, on on, uh, on Friday night. I think it'll, it'll make a huge difference and uh, it was just wonderful. And of course, you've got UNICEF are doing work, great work too. So I see somebody saying that you can people can donate to the Irish Red Cross and UNICEF at post office as well. We mentioned DOCUS and Concern. There's everywhere you, you, you want to go. There's always somewhere where you can go. And I went on, as I said to you, I think the other day, I went on to the, some of the sites just to see how easy it is to donate because I wouldn't be very technical. <laughs> They'll say to me here, yeah, you get us to do that. I said, no, no, I just, I I, I'm not very good. You, that's because you choose not to learn. This is the mocking I get before I come down here. I'm a broken man sometimes. Um, but uh, yeah, very, it's very easy. It's very easy to to donate. Um, you know, it's, it's small acts. This is the thing. It's, it's, it's micro kindnesses we spoke about before. Michael Coyne runs a bar in Kilkiran in Galway, Coyne's Bar. And eight years ago, when Russia rolled into the Crimea, uh, to Crimea, uh, he stopped uh, placing Russian products in the bar. It's a small thing, but he just said, no, I'm not, not getting into it. I don't want it to happen. And he said, actually, uh, that he looked around and it forced him as he saw all these Russian products on his, you know, vodkas and so on. And he said, well, maybe I should look local. And he found, you know, Dingle vodka and gin and um, three square miles and spirits from um, Michael or whatever that, uh, that was almost called. And he wanted to do something to... Uh, to make a small difference. Small products, some of the products he said cost me more and the odd customer might be wondering why we didn't have Smirnoff or whatever, but I can sleep at night knowing that none of my hard-earned cash filtered back to Moscow so they could buy the bullets being fired at civilians in Ukraine. It, as I say, it's, it's small, these are small things, but they're very, uh, they, they, they are impactful in for, for different reasons. And, and Michael, who I don't know, uh, teaches history, according to galwaybio.ie, and he says, if you look at Irish history and the issues we had over hundreds, year, hundreds of years, some of that's happening again. Maybe that's part of the reason a lot of this story uh, has resonated. I noticed I was, it kind of half caught my eye and then I, I watched it, looked, looked into it a little more this morning. The letter Z has uh, started appearing in dispatches. And I thought when I first saw it, Z was it was the Ukrainians doing Z for Zelensky or something like that, but it was it's the very opposite of that. The Z is showing your support for Putin and for the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Uh, so you'll see um, Z painted on certain tanks, 
and I saw that in one place they had to, they they got the children to create the letter Z out of the the kids just to, again to to support uh, the their troops. Um, some interpret the Z as Z for victory. This is in the Russian, or Z for West again in the Russian. And anyway, the symbol invented just a few days ago has become a symbol of new Russian ideology and national identity. And it's been used in cars and vans and properties. And uh, just so, so, just so you know, when you see the Z now, uh, you know where people's uh, loyalties lie. Um, last, I spoke to a woman called Josephine Casey. She's brilliant. This time last year, she was telling us how a group of women calling themselves the Daughters of Donetsk went out overnight to put up plaques. Remember around the town in Care? It was a lovely thing to do and it marked the uh, the women from the the area, of the, broadly speaking. And for International Women's Day this year, they met for a fundraiser for women's charities and they had an afternoon, afternoon tea. They were all decked out in hats and bonnets and they invited a local Ukrainian girl to join them in solidarity with her people back home to turn the focus towards women in Ukraine. And I'm looking at a photo here of David Walsh um, from local hotel welcoming uh, Darina and her mum Natalia. Uh, and they were wearing the familiar, or at least I should say the uh, Ukrainian flower crown. And again, I keep saying small gestures. I, we say the word small, but of course they're they're, they're bigger than that. And um, it, here's another one. Um, despite the ongoing war with Russia, homes in Ukraine are getting booked up faster than a seaside town uh, in a summer in the summertime because of uh, Airbnb rentals. People, what people are doing is they're booking rooms in Ukraine so that they can get money direct to people. No one's going to Ukraine. No one wants an Airbnb, clearly. But hundreds of people are booking Airbnbs in Ukraine to send immediate monetary assistance to people in hard-hit areas. And Airbnb have uh, agreed to waive guest and host fees. So that's, again, these all these little things that have to build up into mean something uh, bigger. And uh, it's a pretty nice thing to do. They've seen an overwhelming response to the effort. Um, and it seems that Airbnb in the in, in the last two days, uh, there were more than sixty one thousand nights booked in Ukraine. Isn't that there's something kind of anarchic about that? In, in, so there's a lovely twist or sniff of rebellion about that too. And uh, well done, I I, I like that story. Um, Ryan, Eleanor was on to say, Ryan, agree. If people want to send money directly to the people of Ukraine, book an Airbnb and, and put a note to say you obviously won't be using it, and they're waving the fee. That's well. That's that's just as I'm as I'm talking. You're, 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 we, we may be reading the same um, news outlets this morning. Magella says, I heard on the news just now. Ireland's getting ready for thousands of refugees to arrive very soon, but there are lots already here, and more arriving every day. I saw a post for a small Mayo charity yesterday looking for help. And I hope to welcome a mum and three children this week to my home. So I suppose what I'm saying is no matter where you are in Ireland, if you have any spare room, you can help. If people think of the children and the nieces and the nephews or the grandchildren having to go through this, they will know what they should do. Okay, and I think people will will need leadership on this. This is really important. Um, Where to register, do it safely. You don't want some Mickey Mouse operation here. This needs to be done really carefully and legally and and smartly. So I, I'm not sure if, that, if that's if that been done yet, but I think the Taoiseach mentioned it on Friday to us uh, that uh, Roderick O'Gorman is, is going to be running this end of things, if I'm right in saying that. And they'll need to act very fast. But in the meantime, you're quite right, Magella. People are already 
I, I know they're in WhatsApp groups saying to each other, look, I know somebody who and does anyone have a room here? And that's happening unofficially. And that, of course, but eventually they'll have to make sure that they uh, official it up, if you will. So um, that's important too. Uh, 51551, um, John says the Zeds, as we say, are identifiers to ensure they don't fire on their own vehicles. During the first Gulf War, the Americans and the Allied vehicles sported Vs. Okay, so that, that, that seems fairly perfunctory rather than anything uh, too uh, <laughs> sinister is what, I, is what I'm thinking. All right, um, in completely other news, the Batman beats uh, Uncharted for top box office spot in, in America this, this weekend. I went to see it. Uh, the Batman, I was dying to see it. <sighs> the Batman. Um, it was like a long Nirvana video starring Robert Pattinson as a slightly superannuated emo. <laughs> and I really enjoyed it. I, I did enjoy it now. I must say I did. It's three hours long. Um, so I, I knew that. So that was fine. You need to be prepared for that. Uh, and I'd say the guys had seen it last week. They went to they went to the premiere. You guys went to the premiere. I was, yeah. So I and um, I didn't get invited. And you got you obviously had a great time at the premiere. And um, so I went to see it yesterday at my local cinema. Just to, just so you know. But the guys came back from the premiere. They're still wearing their frocks from the night before, and they were <laughs> they were eating popcorn out of gold dishes. Uh, which was pretty impressive, I thought. And champagne flutes and oysters provided to everyone at the premiere that they went to. And <laughs> I, I, uh, anyway, <laughs> Batman, uh, the Batman, I should say, is they were right. Their analysis was really right. One one person said that they were editing it as they were watching it. You know that where you're going, don't need this scene, don't need this scene. That's great. They could have cut 40 minutes out of it, which I agree entirely. It was, what this three hour thing is just nonsense. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it's great. I'll tell you what, there's two Irish performers in it and they're both brilliant. Uh, one is Colin Farrell as the Penguin, which is just, just amazing. He's a bit like Robert De Niro in The Untouchables. He's got that that feel to him. It's great. Uh, or or Jake LaMotta in Raging Bull. He's got he's channeling that sort of character. And uh, Peter MacDonald uh, is, in, is, is a cop in it too. And he's excellent in it too. Again, a very convincing American accent and... Uh, so it's, I always love to see that. You know, fair play. Zoe Kravitz is all kinds of incredible, and Robert Pattinson is is a very, is a good. I noticed that they didn't do the the thing with the voice. You know, when when Michael Keaton, who was excellent, George Clooney, um, now completely forgotten all the other ones, but they were all there. Um, and they and when he's when he puts the mask on, the voice goes, you know, Batman. You can hardly hear him. What Batman? You can't quite. You're gonna to have to speak up. Take off the mask. I can hear you better. I was just asking, do you know where the toilet? Oh, that's just down there on the left. So that's the Batman. <laughs> Whereas this Batman, Robert Pattinson, you can hear him, uh, and that that's nice for a change. Um, Increased security standards from the journal.ie for, sec- for certain card payments are to be implemented for customers. Okay, this is an interesting one because the Banking and Payments Federation Ireland are advising people that they may be con- contacted by different services in the coming weeks to ensure that payments go through correctly. Now, we all have our cards attached to different things, don't we? Whether it's a TV streaming service or food 
delivery services or whatever it is. So the payments affected are mainly recurring card payments, which is the ones I'd be thinking about. Uh, subscription payments, so it could be for a newspaper, an online newspaper, whatever it might be. Uh, the cardholder's details are kept to be used more than once. And they're trying to uh, do a, an EU-wide strong customer authentication. So that's it's a good thing. The difficulty I have is that it, it, when I'm out with friends or family, or whatever, often uh, one person in the course of a, um, an hour will pick up their phone and say, oh, look at this text I just got saying, oh, your bank details uh, are required to, you know. So now, I, I, so who's going to contact us in the next day or two? And who's real? I don't know who's real and what's imagined anymore. And they're saying, you know, your card details are going to be changed. So I, I, I need them to kind of put a flag saying, no, it's us. We're, it's, we're the good guys. You know, I, I don't know what the difference is. So hopefully they have that sussed. I don't know, but I hope so. Oh, look, there's good news. Tom Jones. Tom Jones. <coughs> Tom Jones is coming back to Ireland uh, at last on a, at the at the Marquee in Cork. Here we go again. This is going to be amazing. Uh, June the 11th. It's a Saturday. It's June the 11th, 2022. Tom Jones, like of all of them who've hit their 80s uh, and singing, Tom Jones has it. He, his voice is the most extraordinary instrument. And if you want a good night out, that's where you want to be. Imagine that a lovely June evening in Cork uh, with Tom Jones on a Saturday night. Nothing wrong with that. And well done to, by the way, um, on Colleen Kuhn, the documentary, sorry, the film, I should say, that we we uh, featured and recently on The Late Late Again with young Catherine Clinch and Carrie Crowley and Andrew Bennett and and, uh, and others. Uh, they have, they won um, awards at the weekend at the Irish, uh, Best Irish Film at the Virgin Media Dublin International Film Festival. So well done to them. And Roche and Frank was awarded Best Ensemble. So that's good news. So two films from the TG Cahar Screen Ireland and BAI Scheme Cine Cahar uh, awarded uh, these. Uh, they're just flying it, which is good news. And the text, well done uh, on Friday for your uh, information. Tesco Ireland are matching Irish Red Cross donations made through their shops. Please highlight this as every one euro. Every one euro becomes two euro. Well, that's good news. Uh, and please highlight this to the Irish people. Thanks from AJ. P.S. I'm not a Tesco employee. Fair enough. I'll take you at your word. The Refugee Council of Ireland have a registration form on their website, which is official and is clear to say that not all offers will be suitable or appropriate. That's good news. The Refugee Council of Ireland. You heard that. If you are serious about bringing somebody into your home, a family, um, it's, I would imagine it's an awful lot of um, mothers and young children uh, you'll be talking about here. Um, so head to that for sure, won't you? And um, see what you can do uh, along the way. It would be very, very nice. And uh, thanks for all those texts. We've got to a few of them in a few more minutes. Uh, 51551 is the text number. It's 9.23 this Monday morning. <laughs> out and touch things. Johnny Cash, another man who, despite not having the, the, that, the most beautiful, tuneful, if that's the right word, voice towards the end, brought a soul and an edge that very few could do um, uh, towards the end. And it's, uh, I don't know, I find his uh, music just, uh, at that, at that, that part of his career just knockout. Uh, your story about the Ukrainian national anthem reminds me of that emotional scene in Casablanca when the people in Rick's, yeah, start singing the Marseillaise in, uh, to drown out the German soldiers singing. Oshin, you're so right, that's exactly, yeah, well, it's not, it's not the same thing, but it, it just felt otherworldly and visceral. That's the truth. 
Yeah, Susan and Mead says, uh, talking of small gestures, uh, crafters around the world are supporting their fellow crafters by buying their patterns on Etsy and Ravelry. And Etsy are waiving their fees, which is good stuff. Um, at, at least this money will be going to mostly women and to help support their family, says Susan. Thank you for that. When I squealed, says Mary, with delight, when you said uh, Tom Jones was coming back to court, we were due to see him there, and then the uh, pandemic hit and the concert was cancelled, but not rescheduled, and I was about to order tickets and realised we're away in Bristol that weekend celebrating my 60th birthday, but I'm gutted to miss him again. Well, he's on the move, so just go to Tom Jones' um, official website and you'll, you'll find him. You might even get him in Bristol, you never know. Kay says, Revolut are matching donations to Red Cross, Irish Red Cross, till tomorrow. That's good to know. Uh, good on them. And uh, so head that way until tomorrow. Uh, Centra and Super Value stores are also taking donations. That's good too. And um, everyone seems to want to, to do their bit. There's no doubt about that. Okay, we're going to go to another planet altogether in a moment when we bring on Hannah. And Billy McGuinness. Um, Hannah Kelly and Billy McGuinness were quietly shown the door in the most amusing fashion and fun fashion last night. And they are standing by and we'll say hello in a moment. The Ryan Tuberty Show on RTE Radio 1. All oh, right, uh, they're in good form, aren't they? And um, it annoys me, says the text, when people say Billy was the comedy act. He was brilliant. Great dancing. Oh, yeah. Uh, listening to Billy and Hannah says the text, uh, certainly age should not make a difference. I've recently taken up dancing at the age of 65 and I'm loving it. Um, and I see uh, Shirley Bassey is, is going to be performing at the BAFTAs, is that what they say? Yes, it, as it, doing Bond music at the age of 86, I think she is now. So uh, you're quite right about that. Ryan, Ukrainian uh, Ilya Kovtum won gold in the Gymnastic World Cup in Doha. Russian athlete Ivan Kuliak, who came second, had been called out for his shocking behaviour for wearing Zed made of tape on his chest as he stood on the podium beside the Ukrainian winner. Zed is becoming an identity symbol like the swastika, says Patrick. Uh, that I did see that photograph and in that awful way of today, I kind of said, oh yeah, so far, I didn't alight on it and read it. I just said, what's that? That's the Zed thing. I'll come back to it. I didn't. And you've just uh, given me the rundown there. So thank you for that. That, that, that clears that up brilliantly. Uh, please uh, give the girls in Café Le Chile, in, in, uh, if I'm saying that correctly, I hope in Knock and Mayo. Uh, yesterday they cooked Ukrainian food and cake and donated all of their tips, which came to about €700 Euro for aid to Ukraine. I mean, that was something we mentioned on Friday night about how all these coffee shops and restaurants around the place were donating tips. And the people who earn the least money in a restaurant situation are the waiters and, uh, the, and I say servers, because it's men and women, obviously, and, and they... Uh, they need the tips more than anyone else, but for them to donate is, is makes it the most selfless of it all. Um, and uh, Maureen on all these different things, 51551 is the text number, but I think we'll take a little break here at uh, 9.44. We'll take some music. Anita's going full nerd there. For me, it was when Benedict Cumberbatch played Khan in Star Trek. Whoa! Another level. Oh, indeed. OK, we're going to leave it there for today. Uh, please stay tuned to Claire Byrne, who's standing by. We'll see you tomorrow between 9 and 10. The email address remains open for business all day. Ryan at rte.ie. Thank you for listening. Have a gorgeous day. The Ryan Tuberty Show. Listen back on the RTE Radio Player. <laughs>